Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. Friends keep telling me I need to get out more, so I decided recently to get out of the house and go see a movie. I scanned the Blades movie guide that runs in the peach section every day, but after looking over the list of options, I reluctantly changed my mind. There was no movie I wanted to see. It was a reminder that much of what Hollywood cranks out these days is for people considerably younger than me. I'm talking about the scarcity of films for adults. Not adult films, okay? There's a big difference. What we get instead are animated films, superhero action movies, and sequels which milk an idea that worked the first time but usually fall flat the second. All are produced with just one thing in mind, to separate teenagers and young adults from their money, which they seem to have in abundance. A recent Blade movie list looked more like a baseball box score on the sports pages. Despicable Me 3, Nut Job 2. Since the world has far too many despicable people, and an impressive array of folks whose grasp on life's big picture is tenuous at best, we may see several more installments coming to a theater near you. If we get Despicable Me 13, can Nut Job 12 be far behind? On the day I checked, my many choices included both the Avengers and Captain America, the first Avenger. A whole lot of avenging going on there. Atomic Blonde was an option. What guy doesn't like Charlize Theron? But mediocre reviews curbed my enthusiasm. Movies that appeal to people of a certain age, say 50 and up, seem to me, at least anecdotally, to be few and far between. The World War II film Dunkirk was one, I suppose, but the violence of war is a theme that wears me down after about the first half hour. I exclude Saving Private Ryan from that rather broad condemnation for two reasons. It had a riveting story to tell, and it starred Tom Hanks. For me, he's instant box office every time. Even if he appeared in a mediocre film with a weak storyline, I would go just to watch the guy I consider our greatest living actor. Animated films are another non-starter for me, and here, as with war movies, the exception proves the rule. I thought the original Shrek film was brilliant, a cinematic gem kids could laugh at, but one which grown-ups could appreciate for all the witty writing and sly double entendres. From Mickey Mouse and Steamboat Willie to Shrek, animation has come a long way, but I still prefer real people on the screen. A friend was commenting about all this recently, and she made the point that true romantic comedies aren't being made anymore. That's probably not literally true, but she had a point. She was referring to the movies of her youth that starred glamorous Hollywood actors at the peak of their profession or fame. Stars like Cary Grant, Elizabeth Taylor, Clark Gable, Deborah Carr, Vivian Lee, Jimmy Stewart, Katherine Hepburn, John Wayne, Marilyn Monroe, Bogey and Bacall, Paul Newman. On and on the list goes. Add your own favorites, they were larger than life. Today, Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep qualify for such elite status, but that's about it. Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Julia Roberts, they're close, but not quite at the level of Hanks or Streep. I'm not an expert on the movies. I'm just a patron who knows what he likes. But sometimes, I think Hollywood doesn't like me back anymore. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.